People with ADHD and all mental health are looked down on by the world around them, but we will protect you here. We exist to motivate you, to inspire you, to listen and love the story you want to tell. We are here to understand you and to help you gain the confidence to truly be yourself. And you just might be more powerful than you think you are. Make no mistake, we've got your back. Welcome to Lobal Spark, something for someone. Spartans, what is your profession? Welcome to season eight of Lobal Spark, igniting new sparks. Lobal Spark is proudly sponsored by Feather. Feather your impact with Feather CRM. If you need help managing your online relationships, go to www.feathercrm, all one word, .io. Lobal Spark has started a fundraising effort for Crisis Text Line. We have a goal of $19 per episode as $19 supports one person in their time of absolute crisis with their mental health. $19 an episode is the goal, but just $1 would mean so much. If you would like to donate through our fundraiser titled Lauren's Infinity, the link is listed in the episode's description. Lobal Spark is supported with the help of Terry Shubilla, Claire Simpson, Casey Elliott, Sarah Delano, Leo Guinan, and Kirk Hofstrom. These six people are the backbone of this podcast. Today's ADHD friend is Brave Dave, and he is one of the most popular people we have ever had on this show. With over 600,000 followers on TikTok, Dave has built an incredible career both in content creation and social media. In this episode, we will discuss the relationship between tick disorders and ADHD. We also discuss a difficult transition from homeschool to public school and how ADHD might not be recognized as much in a one-on-one environment. We also get a glimpse into the brave part of his name. Our conversation dives into the correlation of ADHD and alcoholism, which is becoming a more vital topic every day. He is motivating, inspiring, and just a flat-out kick-ass guy. It is an honor to say, Brave Dave, you are something for someone. I am still within a year of diagnosis. No way. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it's as, as I'm sure everyone realizes by now, um, you know, they say, Oh, wow. You, you got diagnosed within the year. How does it feel, you know, to, to deal with ADHD, you know, so recently I'm like, it hasn't been recent. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's been since I popped out, man. That's, that's, that's been from day one. And, uh, I, when I was a kid, I had a tick. I still have a tick disorder. If anyone's watching this Zoom, they'll probably be like, "Why is that guy winking at me so much?" Um, but I, I have, I had no. a tick disorder. But that's good. That's good. That Not means things all. are improving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know. Maybe if I'm like, it's like conscious of where I am because it doesn't, you know, it doesn't really happen on like videos and stuff. I'm very conscious about, you know, keeping a straight face in videos. Right. But, um, that's what I got diagnosed with as a child around, I don't know, four or five. And it was much more deliberate than I was doing crazy stuff. I was, I had a tick where I wanted a somersault everywhere. And you know, that was just what happened. The day would go somersaulting for, you know, half an hour. Right. And I had ticks where like I would shake my whole body and like I had all kinds of crazy things uh, related to my tick disorder. 
Um, and I got diagnosed for that at a very early age. Um, and there are a lot of things about ADHD and tick disorders that go hand in hand. I did not so know that. A lot of, I, did oh, not, I did not know that. And you'll find that a lot of children that have ADHD have tick disorders. Most of them just grow out of it. That's why, you know, when you see an adult with a tick disorder, it's kind of peculiar because children, you may notice children like kind of blink aggressively at you sometimes. And that's usually a characteristic of a, um, of a tick disorder. So a lot of kids with ADHD have tick disorders. There's a lot of comorbidities there. Um, but that wasn't really discussed a whole lot. Um, and my ticks were so, um, obvious that anytime that I did something peculiar, uh, it was like, okay, well, it's probably just one of his ticks and that's what everything got chalked up to. Um, that's, in, my, that, that's fascinating. I have not, I mean, I've talked to probably 40 people. I have not heard that at yet, yet at all. Yeah. Yeah. And it's because I always wondered when I had found out later as an adult that I had ADHD I'm like, why I feel like that should have been more obvious. You know, I like yeah. I had a tick disorder, but they're two separate things. So why was that not noticed, you know, earlier on? And after doing some digging, it turns out there's a lot of uh, uh, connections there. Um, so <laughs> it um, at least helps me understand maybe why it went on for so long. Um, but my mom is fantastic, uh, but she was always under the uh, under the. Uh, her philosophy was that if it wasn't debilitating anything, if she could tell that I was still right. living normally, she wasn't going to mess with it. You know what I mean? We did. Right. We only talked about my ticks if she want, or if, if I wanted to, then she would talk about them. She didn't bring them up. She didn't try to treat them or cure them. Um, and generally speaking, again, that was just her philosophy was he's fine. He's happy. I'm not going to interfere with that. Right. Um, and I know there's a lot of, uh, a lot of talk about like toxic parents that said, I don't want my kid to know that they have ADHD or this or that, because I don't want them to feel abnormal. It wasn't like that. Right. It was just, there was nothing noticeable enough to, to, to seek anything. Um, I was also homeschooled. I was homeschooled from uh, kindergarten until sixth grade. So a lot of people say, well, you know, why did you get undiagnosed for so long? Were your parents mean? Well, no, but one of the, the main things that people uh, have to their advantage to notice their ADHD is that they are in a public school system with people that are not as intrigued by the, by the kids. Right, right. You know, having to split attention 20 different ways. Yeah. It was me and my mom. That's it. I, I was the only one getting attention in, a, in an educational setting. So I had a lot of things going for me to kind of avoid detrimental effects early on in childhood. Right. Well, that's, I mean, that's fascinating that you're also the first person that was homeschooled that I've spoken with. I never thought about that is be, because people probably wouldn't recognize it one-on-one on, one on one if it's just you and your mom. And if you're happy, like you just described, but if you're in a, you know, a classroom environment, then all of a sudden it should be easier to recognize. I've never thought about it like that. Absolutely. Yeah. you got so many things working against you, you know, right. That's good Lord. That's incredible. Obviously the younger you are, the more, I don't want to say controlled, just monitored by your parents. You are, you know, there's, there's still less independence there. So I had a lot of uh, old habits. Um, I was a very smart kid, not as socialized as everyone else, but I wasn't, 
a weirdo. I was just, you know, I had high waters and I wanted to make sure that I got all my work done all the time because that's right. just what I've been conditioned to think. And everyone's like, okay, he's kind of a nerd, but whatever. Um, so a lot of those old habits of just trying to be productive and, and trying to hold myself accountable just kind of stuck with me for a few years. But again, it's the longer you're away from that one-on-one every day is a tutor scenario kind of lifestyle, right? Uh, the more likely it is that you start to stray. And that's what happened. Um, never really had behavioral issues because I, you know, I was like, well, if he has ADHD, he probably got in trouble all the time. Well, no, because I was terrified of people being upset with me. Right. I just, and I don't know what caused that. That's just my life. I just always want people to like me. It's not that I want people to like me. I don't want people to dislike me. So I was always, yeah. you know, following a straight line for the most part. Um, and that's the ADHD and, thing too, is like, we, oh, yeah. we hate not being liked. You know, we, we want to be accepted all of the time. Yeah. Which is why I think it's hilarious that so many of us are on TikTok because then you look at all of these negative comments that come through from your videos. You're like, why am I doing this again? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, but it's fun. I mean, it's obviously a, a dopamine thing, but I, I am already so fascinated by this because you've made two unbelievable points. And the first one is being the ticks in ADHD. I had no idea that was a thing. Second is the homeschool. That can be vital for people that are listening to this out there that are homeschooled. That, that's a great point. I've, I, that has not been talked about. So I'm sorry for interrupting, but it is ADHD. No, you're fine. So next. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So not a troublemaker. I encourage any parents or any, any, you know, anyone that's in their youth that's going into school, out of homeschool, or any parents that are transitioning, uh, it's very specific, but any parents that have ADHD kids going from homeschool into public school, um, there are transitional things there that are not just, you know, well, I hope he makes friends. Um, right. You're pulling them out of an environment in which uh, motivation was based off of family. Concentration was based off of family. You know, you don't have to worry about uh, being depressed with a monotonous lifestyle because you're in your house. You could, you know, for the right. most, I don't know how other homeschool kids had it, but you know, if I, if mom noticed that I was, you know, not paying attention very well, she's like, you know, mom would take a fiver, and that right. was it. Yeah, you don't get that in public school. Mm, you know, no, yeah, you, know, you don't get that in you get any school. Any yeah. school, I can imagine. I mean, any yeah. any class with more than one person, they're not going to just adapt. Once you got into school that was not homeschool, were you? you know, accepted by peers? Did you, did you work hard to be accepted or was it more just, uh, you know, I, did you have a group it, of friends basically uh, then? I did. I wasn't, I wasn't the, the top 10 most popular kids in school kind of guy. Um, but right. generally speaking, everybody liked me. That's um, awesome. I was, I was friends with anybody, which I think is why some people didn't like me is because, you, you know, conflict of interest there. Right. Well, yeah, and it's um, je- jealousy also is the fact that you're able to open up to these people that they might not like or resonate with, which I think is yeah. a, a, a benefit to ADHD. It is. It, it weeds a lot of people out, you know, because if, if, you're, if you're friend with, you know, somebody that someone might consider a weirdo and right. that immediately shuts down that potential, you know, for you and that person, well, okay, thank you for doing the hard work for me now and then. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you're one of those. Okay. I love it. I I didn't think it was hard work at the time. I thought it was me having fun. But I, again, I think I kind of gamified social interaction because I hadn't had a lot of it. So 
you know, you want to talk about being engaged in something that's challenging, um, trying to make friends when you have lived in your house for 11 years. Honestly, I cannot fathom doing something like that. I mean, that just being plopped right into the, into the thing. You've been in a fishbowl. And then all of a sudden, they just took you and put you out in the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> like what? It, it was different. It was very different. Yeah. And um, there's a lot of things that you just catch on to very quickly. It's a, it's a weird perspective because you come in and I'm smart uh, enough at that age to notice things that are acceptable and not acceptable. Right. I'd never been in a public school in my life. Um, so you're very quickly making mental notes about what's cool and what's not cool, what's okay and what's not okay. And I did. I had a lot of friends. I, you know, I was in band, um, so I had a lot of, you know, music friends. Right. Um, and again, I don't. At the time, it didn't seem like hard work, probably. But looking back, I think it was. I think it was a hustle. You know, something you, that I found challenging and wanted to do well. I wanted to win at being likable. You think that it was you, literally in the back of your mind, saying, "I have to play this game to be accepted," instead of just. I should be accepted because I'm Dave and I'm awesome. Right. And I, I don't even know if I knew what, what that was. I don't even know if I knew who Dave was at that point. I, there was, you know, it's like, it, it, it can't be masking if you're hiding who you are to be somebody else. If there's nothing to hide, you right, know what I mean? Right, I, there, right. there's so much unlocked <laughs> areas of my life that I now had choices to make. What kind of a person did I want to be? Who did I want to be friends with? What kind of vernacular did I want to use? You know, it's just right. things you grow into, you know, in elementary school, you know, that I didn't have the opportunity to do. Um, but it was for the most part, again, I think it was a hustle, but eventually that just became the normal. You know what I mean? By seventh, right. eighth grade, that was just the normal for me. And I had my regular friends. Um, high school was fun. I, again, I, my middle school, my high school, I've had a very, uh, vanilla life. You know what I mean? Uh, I, up until that point, it, you know, in my teenage years and stuff, it's, it's all been correct so far. You know what I mean? All been um, correct. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm, I'm checking all the right boxes. For yeah. Middle school I got you. School. I got you. Yeah, I was the polar opposite of, uh, of what you're saying. I, I was not correct for a long uh, <laughs> right. uh, time. But looking back on it, I kind of have a different v- view is the reason that I was not quote correct is because I did really poorly in school and I didn't care about making a lot of friends, but I did. It was just, it, it was just this thing where I, I wasn't gamifying it. I just had so much confidence in myself because of what my parents had told me growing up about and i was diagnosed extremely young like maybe five years old and my mom said this is going to be a struggle for you your whole life but here's what's awesome about it and let me tell you why and she studied it and researched it and all that kind of stuff that's and that gave me the confidence to literally be myself in every scenario and broadcast hey i have adhd if you don't believe in it i don't give a fuck if you have a good heart i still love you like (laughs) (laughs) right so i was very popular in high school and and the part of college that i attended before not finishing uh you You and the rest of us man (laughs) right exactly exactly it did give me the ability to follow my dreams because i had my mom on my side you know like i had i had her in my corner saying what a great start yeah, I mean, that that is my privilege. That is my benefit is I got that from day one. 
And it, it, you know, it was, yes, they'd get upset about how bad my grades were and all this, but my mom did say always, you are going to be athletic. You are, everyone is going, you know, to love you. And you're just going to struggle with things that know that everybody else, that's so easy for everybody else. That that's, that's what this is. She said, but in the grand scheme of life, what you're really going to ultimately be good at is people. So don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. And and we are. (laughs) Right. Right. Aren't we like, I mean, and that's why I go back to, you were saying that you were playing a game essentially to have people like you when you didn't have to think about it like that. You, you just show up and be Dave and people love you. Yeah. What you realize over time, like, you know, that example we use, there's a lot of people that you're like, Oh, I don't think I want you to like me. <laughs> you know? And you're like, this makes my, this makes okay. my job a whole that's, lot easier. That's hilarious. Uh, so I was in band. Um, all through high school. And I was good at it. I was really good at it. Uh, I played trombone and I uh, got a, uh, a scholarship to um, our university. And that's what I wanted. But by the time I hit my senior year, um, one out of my eight classes for the entire year was not music related. So I was basically doing like, you know, a, a, gotcha. a college program for music, you know, how it would be in college Right. Uh, but in, in my senior year, and by the time that college rolled around, I was like, perfect, I'm going to go and make music my life. And I went to college and they said, okay, here's all the core classes you have to, I'm like, what? Oh, we have to do it all again. Huh. You know, I have to, I have to take, you know, 16 more things that, you know, why I pay you the money. Why yeah, am I having to take this nonsense? Isn't that the bullshit? Like what, why is like core classes, core classes for eight, for someone with ADHD, you might as well just fail them automatically you might as well just say you know what if you have to pass these things then don't even don't even go to college because uh, yeah. core classes if we're not interested in them who gives a fuck i think by the time that the end of the year was over my freshman year i only made it halfway through my second semester my freshman year and i think by the time that was over i had like something stupid like a seven in english like <laughs> i just was not going to anything um well, yeah, except my music why would you do anything but music when that's what you love? It was mind-boggling to me. Um, I I half wanted to go to college for the music thing, but the other half was like, I don't, you know, this all seems like a big rip-off with money. And you do, you pay a lot of money to have people tell you that there are certain things that you have to do. And that I was like, right. you know what? This shit's dumb. I leave. <laughs> <I'm done. laughs> and I, I just I just packed it up and left. And uh, And, yeah. you know, there was a lot of fear in that because – Again, my whole life, I kind of towed this line about, I don't want to get into trouble. I want to make sure that I am successful to some degree, you know, and as every year progressed and every year I got older, there was a tiny bit of my life that was less organized than it used to be. Okay. Um, you know, things were adding in. I, I wasn't homeschooled anymore with zero responsibilities. All the things that other people with ADHD had to bog them down. I was getting piecemeal over over the years, and if gotcha. I was finally reaching a point where it was becoming a big issue, um, and I I actually became an addict. Uh, I was an alcoholic for several years. Um, I say alcoholic, but I was anything I could get my hands on. Really, I didn't care. Right. Right. Um, and I ended up going to AA, and I'm two years sober now. Oh, congratulations! Uh, Hell thank yeah! You. Nice work. 
Nice Feels work. great. That's got to be Feels like great. one of the hardest things. That's way more important than graduating any fucking college. Okay. Yeah, oh, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, I, I don't, I'm not happy with all the stuff that I did, but I will tell you that I'm a better person having been an alcoholic and then gone to AA and recovered than right. I would have been had I just not been an alcoholic at all. Yeah, exactly. Because um, well, you got through something that is extremely difficult you're you're naked there you know you don't have any uh socialization and nobody's there to hear you you know what i mean they're not there so you can like make them like you or you can win aa so the only person you're trying to fool is yourself and how long do you plan to do that until you realize that no one else cares they just want you to recover so you know it was nice to be able to strip away all of that bullshit that i had built up for so long um and there was a lot of things there you know, looking back now, I, I'm finally drawing the red yarn between all these things, you know, like the ADHD and addiction. There was so much there. Um, they call them uh, they call them character flaws in AD, or in uh, AA uh, things, things about you that you developed that detract. Um, so like uh, jealousy, I guess, would be one. You know, if you're a very jealous you. person, character, you, you know, uh, defects that they want to help you learn to correct. Right. Um, so there were a lot of behaviors like from my ADHD and my addiction that were represented uh, as one thing. Right. Um, and looking back, it's very obvious. And that's got to be very difficult to to kind of say, OK, when you were in AA, they're trying to teach you, you know, your character flaws. And then ADHD comes along and it's character flaws. So like, what is it? Is it the alcoholic or is it the ADHD or did the ADHD cause the, you know, so that's got to be yeah. confusing for you as well. <laughs> it's been a lot of philosophical uh, nights in bed trying you know, debating yeah, yeah. You know, how this all works, because again, they, they want to make sure that, you know, because alcoholics are very good at making up excuses for things right. and rationalizing irrational things. Exactly. Um, so it's, it's, you know, they say, don't try to blame this on other stuff. This is something you need to take responsibility for. And then on the ADHD side of things, we're like, hey, you don't have to blame yourself anymore. Right. There are things that you can understand. Let's hold ourselves accountable, but not, you know, uh, put ourselves in the dirt here. Right. Um, so it's a balancing act for me because I do think while they, or there are a lot of uh, similarities there and they do walk a similar path sometimes, there are a lot of things that are just me as an alcoholic that I've worked to absolve and, and not have a part of my life anymore. And there are things uh, about my ADHD that I'm still learning and, and, and trying to differentiate from the rest of my life. Um, because right. as usual, like the rest of my life, I'm catching up. I'm years behind what everyone else has already gone through. You know, I'm, I'm diagnosed now at, at 29 at the time I'm 30 now. Okay. Um, it's a lot of learning. I'm about to be 40. Good God. Uh, but yes, it is. Uh, it, it is a lot of learning. I will say, though, that it seems that you went through an extremely difficult time with the the alcoholism, but you made it through AA. You're two years sober. You have ADHD. You obviously run an extremely successful business. Um, it, you know, you're doing well on social media. I know you said the other night on the live that it was a social, uh, that you work in social media and whatnot, which is, I mean... I have a feeling that ADHD may have played into the reason why you are where you are now. It's the only reason. It is the only reason. Boom. Um, for, Boom. Uh, it, Boom. Anecdotally, <laughs> you know, as a lifestyle, yes. 
But even more specifically, I made a video series called Weird Shit That I Do that apparently everybody else does too. And, you know, the first one, they're like, oh, that's cute. What a quirky guy. And then by like the fourth or fifth video, they were like, um, hey, Dave, and I'm, I think you might have ADHD and anxiety. I'm like, you know, no, 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 I'm just, I'm just a weirdo. That's all. It's fine. They right. said, you should, re- you should really get that checked out. And uh, at the same time, around this time frame, I was having a lot of issues at home, a lot of issues. And, and people telling me like, look. We're trying not even be patient. We're just trying to understand, but we are not connecting the dots here. Right. Either, you know, you don't care or you just have like missing neurons. And I can't imagine that it's the second one or the first one. So what's going on? Right. Um, and I said, fine, I'll go ask. <laughs> I'll, I'll, go, I'll go ask the nice lady. That's hilarious. I'll at least so ask everyone the question. can get off my back. Yeah. 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 And she told me. Uh, you know, we, we went through a lot of questionnaires and a lot of tests and I had to talk with, you know, nurse practitioners who wanted to analyze my history with substance abuse and what I was going to do with this and how it and all that said and done. They said, yeah, you got ADHD, man. And I was like, <laughs> oh, OK, so what now? And they're like, what, whatever you want to be now. You know, and I never again, when someone asks, well, what now that you have a diagnosis? I don't know. You know, I, I guess go learn, read a book. Shit, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I feel like the stigma of it is the reason that people are held, a lot of people are held so down by it is because all of a sudden they're told that they have it. So, so, so they become cautious in the way that they approach being around people and doing this. And people are telling you, you got this quirk and this quirk when the bottom line right. is, You've made it through a shit ton of shit ton of crap in your life, gotten to a certain point because of it, and now you're diagnosed, and now it's like, oh shit. Where's the oh shit? <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> uh, right, 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 exactly. But where it shouldn't be oh shit, it explains a lot, but it doesn't mean you have to change who you are. Yeah. Austin Archer says it's like when you buy a car. Um, you know, you never notice the car on the road until you buy it. And now all of a sudden, you see four or five of that car every yep. day that you drive. Uh, when in reality, it wasn't any more or less prevalent than it was before. You just have the foresight to see it now. Exactly. How does being diagnosed now change your personality, if at all? Um, I think there was... It was something that I learned in AA that I had appreciated, and now it's just reinforced in a different part of my life, which is it's this accountability. Um, I, I was always having a hard time trying to decide if I should blame only myself or blame everybody else. Right. There was no in-between, right? There was no in-between for me. So accountability, in my opinion, is not just saying this is all my fault. This is all my fault. Accountability is just recognizing the reality of where the failures are and saying, right. I'm going to fix what I can fix. And that's the best that I can do. Exactly. Um, yeah. And may- ADHD really reaffirms that feeling, you know? Yeah. And I think ADHD thrives on what's difficult. I, I, I the, it, you know, which to me, is there a better characteristic to have than functioning when it's extremely important? Right. 
It's it's my favorite. That's why we manifest right. it. You know, right? Exactly. Like you're never going to see the stuff that we suck at. You know, they're not going to say these things in a eulogy. Like what they're going to say is they were a friend to all. They were passionate. They put others before themselves. Like what? Yeah. No, no one is going to say, well, finally, he's gone. I remember how late he was all the time. Right. Um. <laughs> that's, the, that's the whole thing. And 90% of the time, that person was late because, well, there's two reasons. One, they couldn't find their keys. But two, they were helping somebody else that had a problem. Right. I just don't want people to change who they actually are when they're told they have ADHD if they've made it so far doing so well. <laughs> Yeah. With, yep. you, you know, with it, try the medications, try. And that's the hardest part is the journey with, does the medication work? Does it not? Do I like to meditate? Do I not do? I, I mean, all that, that is a, a grind to, I mean, and God only knows the pharmacy. I had an issue with the pharmacy today. That's going to be another three months before I can even, you know, <laughs> like it's yeah. just, it, but so all of those things are the grind, but ADHD people are so good at the grind when it fucking matters. Like you with AA, your your alcoholism that matters a shit ton, and right. you're, you're sober, you beat it. <laughs> Very easy to focus on when it's uh when it's that high on the priority list, you know. Um, that's right because that's a life threatening thing, and you addressed it immediately and got it done when you knew there was a problem. That's what ADHD does, is it goes to the most immediate important thing. <laughs> Right. And, and it was an actual problem. Right. You know what I mean? That there's, exactly. You know, exactly. The biggest problem. It's like, well, I have ADHD, so let's find out what it's doing. I had a problem before I found out. That's why I wanted to know. And then after they right. said, you have ADHD, I'm like, these are the problems I currently have. I want to see if they're associated or not. Because right. if they're not, then I have a much bigger problem. I have to figure out what's wrong with me. And they said, those are all very characteristic signs of ADHD. I'm like, cool. What are the solutions to those problems? Typically, you know what I mean? I didn't say, all right, we have to find out what could be going wrong that I'm just not seeing. Like, why are you trying to do that? Don't do that. Right. If it's a big enough problem, you'll notice it. If it's not, then ignore it. Who gives a fuck about the small shit? No. no there's enough. There's enough big shit. <laughs> Eventually there will be. So. Right. Because life is yeah. one big, huge shit after the next, after the next, after the next. ADHD jumps from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next is we get distracted for five seconds. And then that huge thing may, you know, we get frustrated and then we go into this paralysis when, if you just didn't care about that, that thing, that small thing that everyone else can do that you can't, you know, that's easy for everybody else. It's easy for everybody else to, you know, find things it's easy for everybody else to be on time it's easy you know but that that's just only distracting you away from like what ultimate ultimately matters in life and those same people where it's easy for them to do certain things are going to come to you when they have a problem <laughs> i mean right. I, I, how many people confide in you i bet a lot i i got the most i got person uh, to best tell a secret to in middle school there you go. <laughs> there you go. I didn't get most attractive, but I got best secret keeper. You know what I got? I got thinks he's in college and biggest cradle robber. <laughs> <laughs>
before ADHD, the only content I made, apart from the Rogue video, was right. parenting content. That's the only thing I made. And I, I make both now. Um, but there are people that follow me for ADHD stuff that they're like, yeah, he's an ADHD creator. And then they'll see a parenting video and they're like, wait, you have kids? I'm like, yeah, it's, it's, it's why half of you are even here in the first place. But that's, that's the, it's just, it's just so funny. Yeah. And that's what, don't set too many expectations, you know? Right. Yeah, because if, if, for one, if, if they don't work out, you're assuming that it's wrong. Right. When in reality, it's just different. You know, this whole ADHD thing was not on my radar three years ago. And then it just suddenly was. Right. Um, and I started making the content. Doing social media for a living was not on my radar three years ago. And right. then uh, White Flag, the company I work with now, said, hey, we really like your stuff. How about you make content for us? They do amazing work. I mean, they're, right. they have a it, – it's peer-to-peer support. They're literally connecting people that – um, that are experiencing issues with their mental health together so they can have a conversation. That's awesome. And now I feel like I'm doing something. There, there, yeah. There's something there. You know what I mean? And I didn't, that wasn't an expectation. That wasn't a plan. I don't think it's ridiculous to have goals, but everyone is, it's the whole, it's, it's the, it's the towing the line in high school thing. It's that mm-hmm. you have to go to college thing. Yep. It's the make sure when you get out, you have a good job thing. There's always a thing in front of you all the time. And God forbid you don't have something in front of you that you're supposed to be chasing after. What's the whole point of this anyway? Why can't you just chill for a little bit? Why can't that be a thing that you do? You know? No, you can't do that. You can't reflect. You can't, you, you can't learn anything by just relaxing except for that's, how I learn best is alone by myself reflecting on things. That's how I right. learn. That's life. <laughs> you know, but, the but apparently system, life is hustle and I didn't know. What if I gave you $15 million? What do you do while I retire? Retire to do what? Chill out. You can chill out right now for free. Right. I really, really hope that people understand that. It, I mean, ADHD can be, can be the most crippling, like one of the most crippling disorders there is out there because it is a disorder. It is a disorder. That is, we know that now. Um, But it can also be a massive advantage, a massive advantage to cut through life's everyday bullshit. But the difference is the people that use ADHD for the positive are genuinely confident in themselves and the people that don't can't because the world is telling them they suck right that's why i started talking on tiktok i guess is because i was really tired of seeing that that people down all the time crying on every bit you know why it's like but it's it's correct but is it it, is is that it It, you know is that that's that's my whole thing you're right it is correct and it is depressing and it is a serious issue. But everyone on this planet, especially those with ADHD, have something amazing to give to this world. And I feel like not a lot of people, if someone's sitting at home and they're watching TikTok, wondering whether or not to get diagnosed, and they see a video of this sucks, this sucks, this sucks, this sucks, they're going to stay on the couch. They see a video of you might be able to do this, 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 they might get off the couch and go get diagnosed. 
right. You know, the struggle is so real, but I don't feel like telling people that they suck. I want to tell people that they're awesome. Right. And that, that's, it's, it's a hard, it's a hard uh, middle for me to walk creating right. content. I have to make funny content. I do make serious content sometimes when I'm in the mood, right? Generally right. I'm making skits and funny content. Um, you, you may disagree, but for me, you cannot make funny content about positive outlooks. You know what I mean? That's not, that's not typically how comedy in this right. department right. works. Right. Right. Um, that, that's I've very, tried it, it. It doesn't work. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? well, well, your videos are so well done is, is, is the thing. Uh, but no, I agree with that. It, it is hard to make the positive, uh, side so, funny. And that's what I want to do. I, you know, I, I think women have a huge battle with, with ADHD right now with trying to be, you know, validated and seen and um, to the point that we are right now. I don't think it's fair in the slightest. I think it's way worse than we have it. Oh, it is. (laughs) It absolutely is. The, the major detractor for being a guy with ADHD is that we already have stigmas associated with being stupid and all of the that stupidity causes the negative side effects that ADHD already gives us anyway all the things that that are stereotyped by you know people for for being husbands and fathers and boyfriends and all the things that men typically are are already associated with the symptoms and characteristics of ADHD. So that is why I'm doing the content I'm doing because that's how I felt. I felt like I am the character. I, I am the characterization that people make fun of when it comes to being a dad and a husband. And I don't want to feel that way. I'm not trying to be ignorant on purpose. Right. So when the information came to me, it was such an emotional release to realize there was reasoning. I didn't want to know it so that way I could ignore it. I wanted to know it so I could fix it right? because I didn't like it. Right. Um, so to know that there were direct connotations and ties there, I was like, thank God. <laughs> and I said, I have, that's my job now. I have to keep telling people until I'm canceled that these things are associated with one another so right. they know. And if anyone feels like I felt, they don't feel that way anymore because it was a horrible feeling. Right. Um, so, so you use that to help other people. Your your anger about that situation to help. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. So, and so, it, every time somebody says, "Oh, that's exactly how I feel," I'm like, even if it's just one person, I'm like, mission accomplished for the day. There you go. You know, if I get you, one person to say that, then I'm good. Right, and you've gotten a lot uh, of people <laughs> to say that, but <laughs> you realize how smart you are right like you know you're a really smart person you, oh well don't don't do that to me man <laughs> see this is what people hate uh <laughs> yep but you but you know it though right like you you know that you're smart you've turned a lot of things into something big that is helping other people that's smart like i like to think so i like to think so <laughs> <laughs> okay. You, you like the, so you like the verbal jujitsu there? You're gonna hate. Yeah, that was a little bit of reverse uh, uh, taekwondo situation. Uh, <laughs> but um, what are you most proud of in your life? What are you most proud of? My kids, probably. And I know that's no, 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 no. no, no I, 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 that, now that was a jujitsu move right there. <laughs> yeah. What? I'll rephrase. What about yourself 
are you most proud of? What characteristic do you have that you are most proud of? Probably what I'm doing right now. Awesome. Um, because it's, it's, I was so, I had a job before this, right? Before all of this, I had a regular job, an office job. Right. And everything about this goes against my anxiety and my rejection sensitivity and my people pleasing and, you know, the, the intrusive negative thoughts, everything I'm doing right now, my, my body and mind scream at me every day. This is wrong. This is not going to work. You're going to end up on skid row. You know what I mean? That's what, <laughs> and I'm like, no, we're going to do it. And this is one of the only times in my life that I just said, we are going to do it this way because I think this is the way that I want to do things and just ignored whatever negative things, you know, tried to hit me from that. I said, this is what I'm going to do. And it's, it's a, I actually was brave Dave for a minute, you know, when I said, this is the route I'm taking. That's the greatest thing I've ever heard because when you did that, look at what happened. Yep. So many other people can do that. It's yeah. it's such an incredible way, and now you're taking what you've learned, and you're helping others realize it. You're helping people as parents. You're helping people with ADHD. Good lord, <laughs> you're sober for two years. I rest my fucking case with this. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's just, the ADHD people are amazing. Yep. And you know how much of it I planned out? None. Zero. You right. Know? I knew I wanted to be sober. I guess that was the beginning. I knew that much. But the rest of this, it's you can't control any of this. You know, right. you can put yourself in positions where you think I think good things will happen in the environment that I'm in. Right. And that's the best that you can do. Do something that makes you happy and 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 focus on ways to you know to improve your life in small ways that are tangible within your wingspan. Right. And you know, if you if you, expectations for yourself. If you can live in the moment, you will build momentum. Yeah. Been a lot of time worrying about the future and yep. and and feeling guilty about the past and AA addressed that and ADHD, you know, communities are helping to address it even further and Yep. Um it's a shame that it takes, you know, such a long time to realize that you don't have to think so much. Right. 100%. That's a great statement actually. Yeah, I I still struggle with that. That's that's one thing I I would say that's my biggest weakness is, is is thinking about things that like i know that i'm utilizing so much energy thinking about this one thing that i can't get right when it doesn't fucking matter at all uh that's <laughs> you know it, 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 we have to we have to <laughs> right right exactly but um dude you're amazing i this has been so much fun i, I like I, honestly i had a blast too every's good i'm i'm glad you did i every I, every person I have spoken with every single one that has ADHD has been this remarkable human. Like I haven't met one that <laughs> what, boring ADHD, <laughs> not one, right. not one. And granted, I'm still younger and doing the podcast it's only been a year. So, uh, you know, there's probably 33, 34 people, but it's 34 for 34. I told ADHD everything this, and he's like, so you're batting a thousand. I go, yeah, because uh, I think people with ADHD bat a thousand when given the opportunity <laughs> to be themselves. Amen, man. 
Like, that's, that's what I'm talking about. It, it, you, you suppressed a, a particular yeah. group of people's uh, mental health condition and why for do you think 50, they did? 60 years. Of course they have a lot to say. Right. You got three generations catching up. Right. Why do you think they suppressed it for so long? I, in my opinion, it's because we, we're the answer to a lot of problems they can't solve. If you don't understand it, it's much more easily dismissed than it is figured out. And that's yeah. the way the world will always be, I imagine. Um, yeah, but we're just, changing it now. We're helping yeah. to change it now. And I'm really hoping that situations like this, where you can see the start, this, is, this isn't something that they discovered in the 1600s and now we're solving now, or something right. that we discovered in 1998 and we're going to solve you know, in 300 years. There is a start, middle, and current to this already. Yeah. And I'm hoping people can look at that and say, look how wrong we were so many times in a row. Yep. So maybe we shouldn't feel like we have <laughs> shit figured out about this other stuff that you know we're, we're so diligent about. Was that an ADHD person bringing logic to a scenario? I think that's what that was. <laughs> <laughs> Well, ADHD people aren't logical. They can't prepare. They can't come up with something new. They can't just, just sit down and shut up. Okay, that's, that's the problem. Yeah. I sit down and shut up. Why? Because you're not as creative as we are. You're not as logical to the point, ignoring all the other shit as we are. I'm sorry for you. <laughs> Maybe we'd focus more if what you were doing was more interesting. <laughs> right, or if you could <laughs> prove to us why what you're saying actually matters in life. What is your profession? <laughs> would like to watch this episode completely unedited and in its entirety please join my patreon page it's got a lot of really useful information in it simply click on support the show in the episode's description i would be honored